There was a big surprise in the annual state rankings released by the magazine Education Week recently. For the first time ever, Wyoming made the top 10 list for best places to get your child in education. Thanks in large part to mineral royalties, Wyoming spends $18,000 per student per year, 50% higher than the national average. But Wyoming's standardized test scores are mediocre. That may be because so many schools are struggling to teach a transient population of students from oilfield families who come and go with the cycles of boom and bust. Wyoming Public Radio's Melody Edwards reports for Inside Energy. Ronnie and Rachel Foshi and their three children just moved to Gillette two months ago. But with the apartment vacancy rate under 1% there, they live in a 31-foot RV trailer in the High Plains campground. Even with the sub-zero temperatures, a generator humming for heat, Rachel Foshi is thrilled to be in Wyoming. What she loves most is its schools. I've got a child with ADHD and dyslexia, and they're doing further testing on him, and I'm, I'm really happy with the school. She says it's a lot better than the school they attended back in small-town Texas. She'd like to settle down in Gillette. But with the price of oil dropping precipitously in recent weeks, the layoffs have already started, and their future is unsure. It may not be long before Rachel's husband, Ronnie, is looking for work elsewhere. There's a constant turnover of children in many of Wyoming's classrooms. It's an issue in Gillette, but even more so up the road in the newer boomtown of Douglas. This is a fourth-grade class at Douglas Upper Elementary. The problem is making teacher Brent Moser's job hard. It changes, it seems like, daily. Just since Christmas break, he's added two new students. Another one joined today, so I mean, they're definitely coming and going. The student-teacher ratio for fourth grade is supposed to be 1 to 16, but this school year, administrators decided to start Moser off with 26 students, assuming he'd lose many over the year. And he has, mainly because living conditions are less than comfortable in January. Some of my students live in RVs, live at the campgrounds. Um, there's just not places to, to find a live in Douglas, and when you do find one, the rent is insanely high. But for Moser, it's not losing kids that's the hard part. It's catching kids up that move in mid-year. You definitely have to get to know the student very quickly just to know where they're at academically so you can get them to where they need to be before they are expected to perform on a standardized test. So Moser is trying new strategies to help deal with the wide-ranging levels of ability in his classroom. Okay, this is our math differentiated time. I will have my five students come to the back table with me. Those five kids need individual attention. Two of them are the new kids. But getting them this kind of small group attention isn't something Moser can offer all day long. But there are other schools in Wyoming that may be able to. Alternative schools. They offer small class sizes and life skill courses for kids with learning and social disabilities. Those problems often come with a territory for transient children. State Representative John Freeman of Rock Springs taught for 23 years in such a school. He tells the story of a former student who turned his education around when a teacher steered him towards hands-on coursework in welding. He knew that if he was going to continue to take his welding classes, he had to do well in our classes. You know, he graduated with, with several certificates and went off and welded on nuclear submarines, which is what he wanted to do. Freeman thinks those smaller class sizes are needed all over the state and something else a common curriculum from school to school and state to state. 
the common core that many in Wyoming adamantly resist. But the, the common core now assures people that if they're doing multiplication tables in third grade in Wyoming, they're going to be doing multiplication tables third grade in Oklahoma, and, um, and that's huge. As for the Foshi kids, they're just excited to experience Wyoming snow and ice. Here's nine-year-old Clay, who loves the idea of ice skating. I want to try to learn hockey. No matter what happens to the sliding oil prices, the Foshi family are hoping to stay put in Wyoming. The schools just have too much to offer. For Wyoming Public Radio News, I'm Melody Edwards.